You're listening to the Bitcoin.com podcast. Our guest today is Bagsy. This episode is brought to you by the Turnio Block Card. Earn up to 6.38% back on every merchant purchase with no limits. Block Card is the easiest, cheapest, and best way to use your cryptocurrency to buy what you want, when you want at over 50 million merchants globally. Blockcard has no exchange fees, no deposit fees, and no transaction fees. You can sign up at getblockcard.com, deposit funds, and instantly get access to your virtual card. We'll mail you a physical card too. You can also sync it with Apple or Google Pay. If you hold cryptocurrency, then you need to get Blockcard today. Visit getblockcard.com. I'm your host, Dustin Plantle. Join us as we dive into the world of economics, politics, tech, Bitcoin, and cryptocurrency. For even more crypto-related news, sign up at news.bitcoin.com or follow us on Twitter at Bitcoin.com. Now let's bring on our guest. I'd like to welcome on today a very special guest, Bagsy. Well, how I got to know him, that's really the question. Bagsy gives people like me advice. I was new to the world of digital assets. It was complicated, it was confusing, and quite frankly, at times, it was scary. And I went online to Twitter, and that can even make it sometimes even more challenging to be able to separate fact from fiction, to realize or to look at what this space involves, and it involves and requires education. This is somebody that gives me education. He gives people all over the world free advice, not investment advice but advice that he learned along the way of what not to do, what to look out for, not to fall for the next great thing. And with that, I'd like to welcome on Bagsy. Bagsy, welcome to the Bitcoin.com podcast. Thank you, Dustin. It's a a huge honor. You got it. And I will tell you, Bagsy, that you online, you, you you have quite a persona, but to me, have gotten to know you now for some time, that you are a giver. Talk about that. Like, why is it that you're so open to giving away non-financial advice, but you want to help people? <laughs> what, where's, where's that empathy come from? Um, that's a really good question. Uh, it kind of sparked for me in Iceland, out of all places. Uh, I, a couple of years ago, I took a trip there, and I met a, uh, an older gentleman in his 60s. And uh, you, just, you know when you meet those people, and they just have everything, or they are everything you want to be at that age? And uh, so I... I I learned from him for the couple of days that I was there. And I guess the takeaway message was, you know, what's the use of knowing something if you're not going to share it around. So that kind of stuck with me now, you know, obviously I'm in it for myself as well. I want to do well professionally, but I also know that, uh, you also, you have to give at some point. So that's really what got me to create a social media account for cryptocurrency. Uh, because I, I, you know, I started a while ago and I didn't get into the whole Twitter, uh, cryptocurrency space until uh, mid 2018. Uh, so that was a fresh start. And I guess that's kind of what got me, uh, really going for it. That got you really going. And I find that this space can be very, very overwhelming, very scary for people who are entering because many times the advice that they've been given from their financial advisors sometimes isn't always the right advice for them. They're, you know, sometimes that people want to look at something new, something, something innovative, something that they connect with. And I find that the world of digital assets, cryptocurrency brings in a certain group of people, people that are tired of being tired, right? They, they want to, Uh they want more in life and they want to learn something that I believe seems to be at times 
really less complicated the more you dig into it compared to the traditional markets. I mean, do you see it that way? That's an interesting question. I think that there, there, many people, like you said, are looking for opportunity, especially with what's happening in the world. You know, a lot of people are looking to create new uh, ways to make money from home uh, without putting their family's health at risk and all that. So I do think the barrier into cryptocurrency might be thinner than traditional markets. So you don't need to be a, you know, a registered or um, uh, what do you call it? When you have uh, when you make over 250 K. Yeah. You have to be, a year. yeah. You, you an accredited have, investor. You have to be a credit investor. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. You don't, you don't need that for crypto. You don't even need to go to your bank. You could buy Bitcoin from wherever. So I think the, I, I think the learning curve, it's a bit different and that's a tough question. I'm not sure how to answer it properly, but each have their challenges and it's really important to move slow. I yeah, guess, that's, 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 that's good advice. And, and now with the many exchanges out there in the world, can you tell me what is a crypto mm -hmm. exchange? Somebody is coming in, they're brand new, they're right. in their fifties or sixties. They could be 20 years old or in their forties. What is a cryptocurrency exchange? A cryptocurrency exchange allows a person to buy, sell, or quite simply exchange uh, cryptocurrency assets on a website, a secured website, hopefully. And how um, complicated so is it, though? I mean, is it is it very complicated, or they found a way to make it easy? I'd like to think that platforms are doing a better job at making the uh, UX UI cleaner, meaning that people can go on a website and it's a buy, sell. It's nothing too complicated. But you know, back at the start, it was really it was something else. So the bar like that barrier to entry is it's not as much present as it was back when Bitcoin was five dollars. Uh, now people want to get into Bitcoin. You know what I mean? So back when it was simple, uh, back when it was complicated, it was probably a, mo a lot more rewarding in a, in a way. But now that it's simple, um, it's made for the uh, any day person, Got I it. think at least. Yeah. And, and aren't don't you also have the ability to just instead of being a trader, because I, I know that you operate in that space, that mm -hmm. you could be a holder, mm -hmm. that you could buy something and hold right. it because there's a lot of people around right. the world where they don't have the, the ability or they don't, they cannot be as consumed by the day to day. And they've always had somebody doing that mm -hmm. for them. So talk about holding. Mm -hmm. I mean, how often should somebody even look again, not financial advice, but in your opinion, because you've been doing this for a while to know what is healthy and what is not healthy. Right. No, that's a, that's a great question. I think that the whole DCA mentality. So dollar cost average, averaging mentality is good, especially if you don't, have much time and what DCA is um, it's simply putting uh, X amount of dollars every week, month, whatever the person's, you know, time horizon or however much money they, they wish to invest. So you just make a, a steady payment. And I'm sure there are platforms out there that allow for that to happen. Uh, maybe Coinbase or in terms of choosing a platform, I would say, you know, to anyone listening, just go for something that's insured. Uh, that's the most important thing because you'll have some exchanges that pop up and sure they, you know, they're great on fees that they look all pretty and stuff, but you know, what happens if they get hacked and they lose 20,000 Bitcoin and some of it was yours. So I think going with an insured platform, but to get back to the whole, you know, what's the best way it's really, uh, it really depends on the person and you know, there's a few strategies and I don't really want to get too deep into that, but I think that just, DCAing into Bitcoin is probably the best strat. And, you know, there's the whole, 
there's the whole uh, altcoin, you know, sphere circle that really entices people in because they have really great marketing and you can see a coin do a hundred X, uh, 10,000% returns, anything like that. But I truly think that if you don't have time to pay attention to anything, uh, you know, just stick to Bitcoin. That, that's well and, said. There's yeah. an old term. Yeah. Keep it simple and then you can fill in the rest where it's all yeah. about keeping no. it simple. I mean, life is complicated enough. Life is tough enough. You, you don't mm-hmm. want to, you don't want to go into something and make things even harder on yourself, which really mm-hmm. then Bagsy brings me to the next of that the market itself, there are people at the world that have heard that there have been these really high highs within the, the world of cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. They've seen Bitcoin explode, and then the next time they hear on the news, mm-hmm. Bitcoin dropped into oblivion. I mean, how do you not allow those things to affect you from a, from a mental state? I mean, it it is quite depressing, is it not, seeing an asset drop that quick? It, yeah, it can be, especially if you're not trained for it. Um, so for myself, like, I, I definitely in the beginning was affected by certain news pieces, you know, before I had any understanding of what markets are and what tricks they, they have to get you out. But, um, I would say just turn everything off, especially if you're doing the dollar cost averaging method or whatever, whichever method you choose, if it's for a a really long term thing, like five, 10 years, like, okay, Bitcoin tank 20%, who cares? You know, I'll buy a bit more. Um, so it's tough not listening to news, especially if you're paying attention to it every day and this is your livelihood. So in terms of advice, I, it's really, uh, depends on the individual, but put it this way, usually whatever you hear or read is meant to make you do something that is not good for you. So, so, so much like, the, so much like the traditional media that they're trying to push you in a certain direction towards it or away from it. That, so you have to then kind of see through, there's a lot of this fear, there's a lot of this FUD out there that is trying to look at this space and make this space at least appear that it's dangerous, that it's super scary, and yet I look at it and see this great opportunity for those that are looking to take control of their own destination, their own future. And what got you so excited about it yourself, Bags? I mean, you could have gotten in anything. You could have been a bond trader. You could have been like, why was it that this space, what was it? Is it the never ending ability to learn? Is it the connections you can make with people around the world or what is it? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, well, I was introduced to it through a, a business I had. I was selling an online product and I was looking into ways to, you know, different uh, payment routes other than PayPal or whatever was offered at the time. And I received Bitcoin that way. So at some point when I had it, I discovered that you could actually do stuff with it. And there were sub communities and it was just something fresh, you know, that, that just isn't out there that doesn't require me to, you know, go to school for like, I, I can do this from anywhere I want. Um, so it, it, I think more so than that, it was just all, all the, all the hacks, all the, you know, all the, all the pirate dangerous stuff that kind of kept me around. Uh, I'm someone who, bores quite quickly and I'm very, very, um, you know, grateful and happy that this space has kept my interest. Just there's always something new, but going back to what you were saying, like you can also meet many, many smart people. Um, I mean, you Dustin, you've interviewed what hundreds of people by now. Cool. Quite a few people in my journey. Quite a, so yeah, I mean, you're, you're the prime example. There are some brilliant people in the space. Um, so I think it's, it, it's a mix of that. And I love that. Let's kind of dig in there a little bit that many of us, because of who we are, our personality is kind of like the ADHD. It's driving in a Ferrari all day long. Mm -hmm. We don't really have the ability to connect 
with many people in our lives and other areas. But this seems to be a connection that so many people, at least the, the people online that, that we look to for, for guidance, mm-hmm. advice, or communications, but it's something that creates another world or it creates something mm-hmm. new and special that we can all be a part of. You get the feel many times that you're a part of history. Absolutely, especially if you do it right. Um, but it's definitely a new space and it's it's a small pond type situation. So I think that for me, at least personally, there's more room for growth than just you know joining a, a stock market group or whatnot. Um, not many people are doing what I'm doing, so it's it, it, it's good for me, I guess. Yeah, no, it's it's been very lucrative. And, and when I look online, and, and I again, the more I try to mm-hmm. learn about this space, it becomes at times a little bit challenging in that there are many mm-hmm. things you could invest in or you could buy online and then hold, Bitcoin being one of the easiest. But when it comes mm-hmm. to market cycles and market trends, that there also seems to be this cycle, much like stock markets and other markets have, that that crypto has its own cycle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It runs a bit faster than other markets, absolutely. And I think that's just because, you know, who's who's behind price? It's people. And as people, we're, we're cyclical in nature. We tend to fall for the same things over and over again. You know, spring, summer, fall, winter, everything always goes full circle. So it's just life, man. It's it's life. And, and so, Bagsy, online, when you're giving out your own opinions of how does somebody mm-hmm. manage their expectation? Because it's very easy when you're getting into cryptocurrency to go online to mm-hmm. YouTube or some other platform. And the first video seems to pop up that Bitcoin's going to $1 million by this date or this coin's going to this yeah. by this date that it can get people very, very excited that they can go either all in or, or they, they could buy something right. that could potentially not be the best in terms of their own, uh, for their own financial benefits. So mm-hmm. when I look mm-hmm. at it, how does somebody manage an expectation? Because there's a lot of people out there selling them things that I think we both agree just aren't true. Right. Um, so two things. One, I'd say, you know, perhaps make a meeting with a financial advisor, but, you know, they might not know what they're talking about in regards to crypto. That's always a risk. Like whoever you deal with, the person might just not be any good. So I think more so you have to understand for yourself, how much money do I have? What's my ambition? Like, what am I going to, how am I going to use my own money? Then once you real, like, once you know what you're, what you have, what your plans are and how your life is going as well. Cause you know, I, I mentioned this many times, like if I'm 18 years old and I'm, I'm living with my parents and I have no risk, I, you know, I can put more into the market without any, you know, as much of a lashback cause I don't care. I'm young, but if I'm 40 and I'm a dad and I have a family, you know, you, you don't want to put as much risk on the table. So it's really case by case, but I think for one, you have to be honest with yourself to get some advice. And I guess, the third one, expect to lose. And I hate to say that, but like, prepare to, to lose your money. That's, that's the only way to go about it, honestly, because the odds are you, you will at first. Now, that's not to say that there isn't money to be made. But if you hop straight into trading, you buy something because, you know, Bagsy said so-and-so's going to so-and-so, but you just didn't manage your trade properly because you don't know exactly what you're doing. Um, you know, you're, even though the trade might be good, it just might not play out the way you thought it might, and you'll still lose. So just expect to lose, but at the same time, understand that there are people who are winning, and it takes time to, 
to to really get a good feel. And even if you get a good feel, you could still get, you know, get hurt. Like I, I do all the time. But the thing is, I understand a bit more of what I'm doing. So right, I guess just you're take also, your time. Right. You're also, though, you, you like to refer to, or I'll refer to as, you're an active trader. I mean, you're looking to enter a position, yeah. an exit position. But for those out there that are looking for that entry into Bitcoin, I mean, if we look mm. historically, right. that, uh, you know, Bitcoin's done quite well over the past number of years. Yep. I mean, historically speaking, it's actually weathered storms and hurricanes and tornadoes and pandemics and riots and protests and, 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 and Hertz declaring bankruptcy and, and retailers around. China ban. <laughs> it's done remarkably well. So when we think about something going to zero, that all of those things have not pushed it to zero, which there could be that one unknown out there that, that does. But even that seems to be impossible with all the with all the keys being lost, that, that actual coins that will never mm -hmm. be used. So let's talk about that, Bagsy, that people that are coming in, they have an option either to, to leave that their Bitcoin, we'll use that as being our conversation piece, to leave their Bitcoin mm -hmm. on the exchange where they bought it or to transfer to something else called a wallet. Now, what is a wallet? Ooh, good question. A wallet, you can think of it like a pocket wallet. You put your ID, your money, your your keys, whatever it, it, you hold it on your person. So what, what happens usually if a person, let's say purchases a thousand dollars in Bitcoin, they leave it on an exchange. Um, you know, you can do that and it's, but it's more risky than, you know, simply just withdrawing it, opening up a wallet, uh, meaning that you own the private key. The wallet is yours. The exchange does not have any power over you. And you can safely store your cryptocurrency for the time, for when the time is right. You know, if you want to sell it or do whatever with it. And I strongly recommend everyone does this unless you're an active trader and you, you're, you know, you're, you're not using your funds. You might as well keep it safe because, you know, I've heard horror stories, uh, people, you know, saving for three years and they just get hacked and it's a misfortune. You know, there's no insurance for some of these places. So truly like you, you got to keep safe because being your own bank comes at a cost and it comes at a really, it takes responsibility. That's, and I think a lot yeah. of people aren't ready for it, sure. but once you are, I think it's worth it. It, it opens up kind of a, a new world where it's this frictionless payment process that, you, you can, mm -hmm. in essence, get rid of the middle person and you can send it. Mm -hmm. So last week, uh, a person that I have uh, come to a little landscaping, his, uh, his business, mm -hmm. he gave, gave me the invoice for some mulch. And I was so mm -hmm. absolutely shocked with a smile. And it said, you can pay me by sending me a check. This is my words, dumbing it down for someone like Dustin. You can pay me mm -hmm. using your, your, uh, your debit card or you can send me uh, Bitcoin or Ethereum. Contact me. And I thought this is remarkable. Oh. Now, here is a landscaper in his mid-20s. I've never even had a mm -hmm. conversation with him about uh, digital assets before. And now here I get an invoice mm -hmm. where that's on it. Do, do you see this happening more and more uh, as the years uh, progress? That's a, that's a good question. Um, truthfully, I'm kind of in my back cave. So as for services, I haven't been as aware of them. But I guess I was one of the first who did that for my business. So like, I'm... 100% sure it's happening much more often now. And there are much less fees to the person who runs the business. Now, obviously you still have to pay taxes, uh, that aside, but, uh, it's a, it's a, an effortless way to transact. And that's really what's cool about it. Um, especially if you're a you know, young strapping lad and you have your business and, you know, you're not really sure what the banks are doing or, you know, you're still kind of learning how to get in. Like you can simply accept 
Bitcoin or Bitcoin Cash, whatever the whatever the method is, and transact that way. And take, but again, then again, you're responsible for your own money. You're not going to get insured like you would at a bank. So it comes at a risk, but I think it's awesome. And I truly do think that in the next ten years, it will be everywhere, probably even sooner. Wow. And to me, when I hear that, those are the words of advice that Bagsy has given me for, for years now, that you have always been someone that says, well, here's my perspective, here's my opinion, but I also was there in the beginning of this. And so you're helping to now grow this space in a mature way that many of us can learn from you, the example that you've set and the path that you're now on and we can follow you and we can learn more. So Bagsy, it's a Friday night. I have an extra 20 minutes instead of me wasting it on something that I'll probably regret, some, uh, some TV show where I learn nothing. If I want to learn more about the world of digital assets, I want to learn more about Bitcoin. I want to learn more about cryptocurrency. How do I find you? Well, you guys can find me on uh, Twitter. The handle is I'm Bagsy, one word. And uh, from there, I have, I share a lot of technical analysis. I have a discord group. It's uh free. There's a bunch of free books in there, a bunch of knowledge, and I haven't read all of it myself. So it, it, it goes very deep, but more importantly, you guys can just message me, send me a DM. If you have any basic questions, I'm, I'm usually available to help. And, um, also just the people I do follow on Twitter. I think these are people I've vetted over time. Now, you know, you, you also have to, I guess, have a dash of skepticism whenever you first hear of someone. So if it's the first time you guys are listening to me, you know, take it slow, see what I have to say, study me, study the intelligent people I follow. And, um, I'm sure if you're patient, um, you don't fall into any traps and you don't do anything irrational. And, uh, in a couple of years from now, you'll be, uh, They'll be hopefully financially uh, free. Wow. Well said. Well, trust and respect are always earned, and you've earned mine, Bagsy. Thank you so much for sharing your story and giving us some good rounded advice on the Bitcoin.com podcast. Thanks so much, Doug. You've listened to another episode of the Bitcoin.com podcast. Subscribe at news.bitcoin.com, where your journey begins.